Hi, Onyx fam. Welcome to the Onyx Life, where change comes with challenge. My name is Murthel. And I'm Rita. Every episode, we take you on a journey, moving you from the struggle life to the Onyx Life, creating happy homes and financial empires. Today, we're going to be talking about the Avengers Infinity War. So today, we actually, well, actually, it's actually yesterday we saw it. But we went and we saw Avengers Infinity War. We had bought the tickets all the way back in March. So the kids were just excited about it. They've been looking forward to it. Yeah, we've I been have waiting. to say for like, they've been looking forward to it for a couple of years. Right. And Man, then, and then on top patience. of it, and, and then even after um, Black Panther was like, okay, Black Panther in February and then the Avengers Infinity War. So they were really, they were really excited. Right. I mean, if they even try to be impatient about something, I am going to tell them, you know what? If you could wait for the Infinity War, you can wait for anything, you know? So that's what you can use if you have kids that have been looking forward to it, too. So we enjoyed it. Be- well, I could say this. Myrthal, of course, slept through like 75% of it. I don't hey. even know how or why. It was actually entertaining. Hey, listen, I waited for dora to come out not dora um oh wow finding dora. dora finding dory finding dory what are you talking about that was um you know finding nemo what are you talking about i'm just saying finding nemo i was waiting for that one and i did not sleep well, through who's, that one who's dory or what is that what's a fish okay that proves my point no 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 what's the fish called there is no fish on, in this no no not in this i'm just telling you a movie that i waited for and then I watched oh, the whole thing. Oh, yes. Finding Dory. Oh, yeah. Yeah. See, I know what I was talking about. Well, I didn't. Yeah. Finding Dory was like amazing. I enjoyed that movie. Myrthal, you know what? You didn't really give this a chance. This was actually very entertaining. And, you know, it would have been nice if you had stayed awake because then, you know, we could have had more of a discourse on it, but I'll have to fill you all in. No, I woke up at times and, you know, and I can uh, fill you in on the parts that I uh, did catch. Mm-hmm. Well, the okay. Why don't you tell us what happened? Well, no, without spoilers, just give us see, a synopsis. See, that's the thing, no spoilers. But there was a villain, and that villain was a bad guy. Mm. Really tough to really tough to beat. Everybody went after this guy, well, and the premise of the movie was that he was supposed to have like all these stones that he was supposed to find, and once he got the final stone, he was supposed to conquer the world. Booyah. Mm, okay. Anyway, it was entertaining. It had most of your favorite uh, characters in it. I did miss the fact that they didn't have Ant-Man. I like that man. He, I think he should have been in it. I don't think that's really a spoiler because mm-hmm. I'm not telling you exactly what happened to everybody. But um, I do think that it was funny. It was heartwarming. There were a lot of messages, and the messages that were out there, one of them was about basically population control. Eugenics. And I'm. it's interesting how we are talking about um, how in population control, this is, you know, even trickling into a superhero movie with impressionable children watching this. And I don't think that they're making the parallels to what people are talking about right now because i think that they don't really know you know they're kids but watching this movie and then perhaps 
being introduced to it at some point when they're older, they're going to be like, oh, wow. So this is what this was about. Um, but that was just the running, um, the major theme of the, of the movie. And I think that that warrants, you know, some discussion here because that is a solution that apparently has been humanism you know bandied about by people like that will make life better for everyone right because then you know we cannot all survive in this world so we're just gonna have to you know get rid of some people people Mm. that don't um really factor that are not really contributing yeah and that is a scary thought because then who goes who stays you know? who, make, who makes the decision? I, I exactly. And why is it that the person who's making the decision? Why do they always get to be the one to stay? You know what? If you want to make the decision for population <laughs> then control, you should be one of the first. You go. should be one of the first people to be like, okay, you guys, and your I'm going to make my sa- the sacrifice here, and I'll sacrifice myself. I'll choose everybody else, yeah. but me and my family must go. Yeah. Why do you get to enjoy <laughs> a world with less people? No. If this is your great idea, you do it anyway. Um. I do like the fact that it was just uh, really, I really like how Marvel movies really focus on jokes and they keep the mood light and Mm -hmm. it's just funny and entertaining. It's like a comedy and with, of course, action. And I think it had a lot of surprising deaths on there. I won't say who died, but I was like, what? From like the very beginning all the way to the end. I'm like, what? No, why? Every, you know, every few minutes, it just was like, oh, man. Mm You know, I and I, I know that in the Marvel universe, or really in any movie, mm-hmm. there's always a way to bring people back. So I'm not too concerned. I know that no one ever really dies. Die. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. It's. But I felt sorry for one person because they had to die twice, and I was like, "Ooh, that's that's rough. That's rough right well, there." Well, if they're gonna come back, why well, feel sorry for them? That is true. I mean, I just feel like that's that was torture. You know. Mm. Um. I think the worst part of the movie for me was sometimes I think that they just not, and this is not just them, but almost every movie, like there's filler, filler that has, that, that keeps it going all the way to two hours. And then with Marvel movies, you have to sit through all the credits to get that little scene at the end. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, Okay, I got it already. But what's an example of not a, a filler in, in a Marvel movie or in a superhero movie? Well, a scene where it's it's drawn out, like the emotional part is drawn out or something like that or excessive action or um, just something that just seems pretty like random. Like, for example, something the last that's not scene, moving the plot along, you're saying. Basically. Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. You know, like All we right. got it. Like when we were watching a movie the other night in our office, not in our office, in our theater, the movie was like an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. And Shalom goes, oh, wow, this must be like an older movie because she's so used to so many movies now being so long. Mm-hmm. And same with Star Wars, like Star Wars was long, you know, like there's so oh, many movies yeah. Star Wars that are so Return long. Of the and, Jedi and I mean, I like I like Marvel movies. I just think that they run a little long. And for me, I think that Cut out some of the filler and I'll be like, oh, just really looking forward to the next one, you know? Mm. But another thing that I think with Marvel movies is that they have so many. Like, we can't even get a break before, okay, the next one and the next one and the next one. And it's all money making. It's not really to just, 
you know, we've got to tell this big, deep story. Not all of them, at least. And then they have so many intertwining stories that you have to really watch all of them in order to fully understand what's going on. You've got on. to take notes and study a timeline yeah. and, and almost like they a history exam. Like they can they can actually teach Marvel history mm-hmm. and you would have to go through and see, okay, what worlds intersect with which world and what happened two years ago on this one, but this one, five years ago, this happened. Mm-hmm. So this is a continuation of this. That's another thing. I find that confusing. It's like... I don't get it. Like, Ant-Man's coming out soon. I'll probably watch that. But are they going to pick up as if, you know, this thing happened? Or are they going to pretend like, oh, no, this is like a totally different world uh, with, with its More own... More than likely. It's yeah. gonna It's going to be something that happened before this. So it's not going to be relevant to what... It's going to be something... Here. How do you know it's going to be before this? Well, how can it be after this? Like they, that, that means that there would be no solution... And then all of a sudden they just pick up after this. If anything, it would be a scene before this took place. And the way I look at it is our world, especially New York City, has been attacked so much. It should forever just be like a, like a, like a dump or, you know, like a big <laughs> pile of trash because of how many times it's been attacked by aliens and all sorts of things where it's just like destruction every single year. It's just amazing how they still have, you know, all these, you know, skyscrapers and neighborhoods all intact. It's just ridiculous. Mm. And then my other bone to pick with it is that I feel that more countries should be represented. Why is the world just, you know, it's basically destruction all around. And the only people that can save it happen to be English speaking. You know, only Americans or, you know, maybe a British person here or there. I'm, all I'm saying is I would like to see delegations from other countries as well. Well, they if, do, like, they if they do care Wakanda. about their world, they care. Okay, so there's Wakanda. That's why I said I want to see more. I want to see Asia represented, India, um, you know, the, the Middle East and other countries like in Europe and mm-hmm. Australia even. I want to see like a bunch of different countries because it's just a fallacy to me that the whole world could just be just in total destruction and the only people that can actually do something about it and that actually have all the knowledge about it are the people in America. That that just doesn't make sense. Or, okay, now Wakanda. But <clears throat> nobody else in other countries can do anything about it? I don't know. Mm. I just... I'm not saying I enjoy it the way it is, but I think that what would add to it would be something like that. Well, they're marketing to Americans, so. Yes, I know that marketing-wise and money-wise, it makes a lot of sense. I'm just saying in an ideal world. Mm-hmm. So the superhero genre in, in, in general is, it's a very entertaining world. The DC um, universe, which is like Batman, Superman, Joker, those types of people, tends to be very dark. Now, the villains that are in these movies, because I'm not too familiar with, you know, superhero stuff. I know I know Shiloh would probably be able to answer this, but maybe you will too. But the villains in these, are these also well-known people or did they just create these people just now? Because, I mean, I know that Captain America has been around and, and, no, and they're, Flash they're has well been known. around. And, so they are well known. So the guy yes. that was in this one was well known. Like he right. Was, you, if you read the comics, yes. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so... I thought they were just, like, coming up with stuff, like, out of the blue, but... No, these... So the, in a so the villains are just as well-known as the superheroes. Yes, because in a superhero genre, mm-hmm. 
can't have a superhero without the villain. So from the get, they've mm-hmm. had villains that have been just as well known. Well, why aren't they having the villains join together to go against the superheroes? Like all the villains go against all the superheroes. Well, you know what? That would not be good because it takes all the superheroes to fight off one, one villain. One villain. Like, what is that about? Right. Like, that for I have a problem with that. If you're such a superhero, why is it that one villain can just like like mastermind this whole thing? Why is it just this villain, this villainizing villains to make the villains like the greatest? Well, you know, I think that we actually did get that in the Lego superhero movie. I don't know if you remember, but they all joined together. And we they had people from Doctor Who to some dinosaurs from Jurassic Park and then a whole bunch of villains from the different superhero. Mm. Um, they, I actually feel like seeing that again. That was really funny. The, I thought it was really funny. But, they're doing a good job at making it comedic. But yeah, the DC Universe is pretty dark, pretty sad. The person who I actually was I enjoyed last time I watched a superhero movie from the DC Universe was um, Aquaman, um, Jason Momoa. I thought he was really funny. He reminds me a lot of like the way like Thor or Chris Pratt act um, in Marvel. You know, just like genuine, um, humble, mm-hmm. self-effacing. It's just kind of it's really funny to me when I watch him. And I felt like that brings some lightheartedness to an otherwise usually dark tone of a of a superhero series. Right. So, but I enjoy I enjoy superhero movies. I think that um, you know well, what I have yet to think... see. Oh, okay. oh, go ahead. No, no, no. You have yet to see. I have yet to see Deadpool though. That looks. I always. I mean, when I read the review on that, I had read that it was really funny, mm-hmm. but that it was really like an anti-hero. So I never took Shiloh to it. Right. It was one of those things where there was a lot of like sexual references and stuff oh, yeah. like that. Those are so, very mature content. Right. So I was like, definitely eh. not PG. Right, but I we did see though the previews for the Deadpool two while we were there today, mm-hmm. and I didn't really see anything like inappropriate. Probably because you know they know other people are going to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, but like he's is he he must be in the Marvel universe too, I guess. Maybe. Yeah, well that's true. I guess they wouldn't really advertise another one with that movie. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's just a lot of people to keep up with. Hmm. So my question is, is why do you think that people are so into superhero movies? Because this has been around for a long time. It's been around since Superman. This has been around since, you know, Superman is like a really old superhero. Um, But this has been around for a while. And I find that people are really into it. You know, in fact, it, it, it probably even predates our time. It even goes back into Greek mythology where you'll have Hercules and Zeus and... You know, I mean, there's like this obsession with. Well, that wasn't just superheroes back then. Those were literally gods that people worshipped. They weren't like real, but I'm saying, right? You know, but, they didn't look at it as superheroes. So did they? So did those people really believe that those gods existed, or was yeah. it just understood to be mythology? No, they believed it. Oh, okay. They worshipped it. They well, worshipped them. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, they believe wholeheartedly. They're doing sacrifices to them. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. they believed in it. Um. But I think nowadays why people like superhero movies, I think they want to see evil taken care of. Mm-hmm. There's so many injustices in the world. Right. So many things happening. I think people are looking and they don't find it in the real world. So they're going to go and find it in a superhero movie 
someone who actually takes action and resolves too. injustices, right. you know, banishes evil, like takes care of things. And it's like right now, it seems like so much corruption and um, and so much hurt and pain just run amok on this world without any checks. But do you feel that superhero shows have kind of evolved? Because I feel as though there was a time where superhero movies were that the superhero always won. It was clear cut, almost cookie cutter, almost boring. But it was clear cut that the superhero had the edge and the superhero was more powerful. But at this in these days, it's like there's a there's a blurring of the lines in these things where it's almost like I find that the superheroes are not even as strong. I find that they're not even like they don't even have the power like the villains. And like, for instance, in this particular one, like you said, it took all the superheroes to fight off the villain almost to make it look like the villain was stronger. And then wouldn't that be kind of like sharing the narrative that evil is kind of overpowering good at this point in time. Like you like you said, like this world is getting evil. We're looking for something good, <clears throat> heroes, people that are gonna stand up. Is 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 comics reflecting real society or is real society driving, you know, comics? Well, I don't know. I feel like I don't know why it takes so many people to kill off one villain. Mm-hmm. I don't know where the the thought process is behind that. Do I you think, think people, that one is driving the other? Do you think that this I think is... people would come out of the theater depressed if, if if it was like a bunch of villains coming together and basically winning, you know? Well, there's no, but the thing about it is there is one villain coming and winning. That's what I'm saying. Like it's like right now, I feel like there's an evolution and it's no you know longer what? the... Maybe what it is is that maybe there's an ideology being pushed that when you are good or when you try to do the right thing, you are not necessarily as powerful by yourself, but you need people on, you know, like a team mm-hmm. around you versus usually with a villain, it's they're usually very narcissistic and they usually wield immense power, but then they have this like Achilles, mm-hmm. you know, Achilles heel that where, you know, there's something there that, you just get to that and then they just fall apart. Whereas the team, they all work together. So everybody shares in each other's weaknesses. So I, that's what I think is happening. Hmm. Yeah, I just I just find it. I find it strange. But um, I don't know. From our perspective, uh, just looking at superhero films and there's clearly good and evil in the world. And many people believe in that good and evil. Um Sometimes I guess you could feel as though evil is winning in this world, you know, and that's and that and so they're trying to probably reflect that. Maybe they're trying to reflect that it feels as though evil is winning, especially nowadays. I just think that we all look at our the times we live in, and we always think it's the absolute worst. And I think that in every generation, I think it seems like. Is evil winning here? And I feel like, especially right now, when we have cameras everywhere, you know, we have video evidence of so much evil. Like before, you wouldn't know what was happening in China or mm-hmm. North Korea or in even like the next state over. You wouldn't really know. You would know your local paper. <clears throat> and when you know your local paper, 
it just minimizes how much you're exposed to. But when you get the whole world's ills and evils through your phone, it can be very depressing and make you feel like there is just no hope for us at all. So where do you think we are in society now as far as like creating hero heroism? Do you find that we are creating more of a culture of heroism or do you think that we are creating more of a culture of villainism like our music, our day to day culture? Because I'm finding it, it's, it's a little distressing to see that think bad things will happen. You will find more people taping the actual bad thing then you will even find someone jumping in to be a hero to sacrifice their life i see heroes as jumping in to sacrifice your life and i'm not saying that doesn't that doesn't happen i see it happening all the time i'm just saying which one seems to be more playing out like it's becoming more popularized i think heroism is being popularized Mm -hmm. i think a lot of people want to be a hero Mm -hmm. and so Every second on my Facebook or on Twitter or on Instagram, there's always this caption, this man is a hero or this woman is a hero. Right. Or some, not all heroes wear capes. There's so many like captions. And then there's the most simplest thing that happened. In fact, I'm kind of like the opposite of you. I think I've mentioned it to you before. Right. Everybody's a hero. Yeah. Everybody's a hero now. You know, (laughs) it's like, okay, everybody like, oh, I picked lint off of you. This man's a hero. They're a hero. Like I just keep hearing it over and over and over and it minimizes to me what a real what hero a is. real hero is. You know, let's 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 have some perspective. There are things that people should just be doing because it's their job. It's their job. Mm-hmm. I'm not a hero for when I was a nurse practitioner and I would give someone the right medication. I'm not a hero. I'm doing my job. Right. You know, if a police officer arrests someone and everything goes, you know, a court by the books by the law the person's not a hero they're doing their job and they did a good job and <clears throat> and, and we can say wow right. this person did a good what? job but not a hero like yeah i don't even want to say wow they did a good job wow they did their job no you know people do good jobs like you know a nurse can come in and a nurse can pay attention to you and they did a you good job you know what job. i think is a good job yes if you if it's something over and above what you're supposed to normally be doing that's what i think is a good job what i'm saying is if a fireman goes in and he, you know, goes in and saves someone. And he puts out the fire. I'm not job. saying, okay, yes, he did a good job because he. But he's he not put a hero. Fire. But I he's just, not a hero. I don't hero. think he's a hero. Right. He did his job. Right. I agree with that point. <clears throat> but again, I think, I don't know. I mean, I guess a good job would be someone who does their job without it failing. Is that a good job then? I think a good job is when someone does their job consistently. And they strive to do their best. That's a good job. Okay, to me. now I can agree with that. Right. I can agree. If you did your job and you're doing it your with integrity, best, a police with integrity, comes in a good job. and he tries to be fair and balanced, whether it is a black person or a white person, he will arrest them. He will take the adequate measures. He's not going to shoot one and arrest the other one. Cautious and not shoot one, but it no, he did a good job by going out and being fair, mm-hmm. putting his life on the line because that's his job. And um, and getting the job done, getting the bad guys and locking them away. I think the justice system, when they treat everybody fairly, no matter who they are, and they do the job, make sure that bad people are getting caught. They are going to jail and each person is treated equally. That's a good job. I don't think there's any heroes in the situation here. I've seen people called heroes because they happen to see a very big spider and they help to make it across the road. Yeah. Like, 
come on. That same spider, if you found it in your house, you're not going to try to smash it. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. But the interesting thing about this hero and villain is, is that, you know, I find that dark is being called light and light is being called dark. And it's just a topsy-turvy world because I am finding that there are some good people that are standing up against injustices or standing up against certain you know, systems that I would find to be distorted systems and they're being called villains. They're being villainized. <laughs> you I know agree. What I'm it's so just crazy. It, it, it is really, really crazy. It's, it's if you're trying to make sense of this world, I feel sorry for you. Right. I mean, I just I give up. I give up. Man. So the confusion that is in these movies is being reflected in real life and real life is being reflected in the movies and you know, I mean, where are the true heroes? Where are the true villains? What is truly wrong? What is truly right? Um, I think that this just a, it's a lot of confusion. It's like when people would say to me, wait a minute, you've had you had four kids and you were in school and you, you were working. Yeah, I don't necessarily look at myself as a hero, but some people would say to me, oh, my goodness, you deserve an award. No, I had kids. I had kids, and <laughs> mo- like most people, and I still had to work. Right, like millions and millions and millions of pe- mothers all over the world. Right, you know, and so okay, even if I was in school, on top of that, which I was, mm-hmm. I still don't look at it like it was this big like to do. I just think I like affirmation. Don't get me wrong. I think it's nice when people are firm people. But I do think that it's just getting a little bit out of hand. It's almost like everybody getting those ribbons, you know, when they win. You right. know, and like there's no more losers anymore in a game. It's mm-hmm. like everybody wins. Mm-hmm. So anyway. But there are. OK, so how about this element? There's elements that keep on introducing itself in movies like the whole concept of Armageddon where, you know, everybody's like wiped off the face of the earth and that there's nobody left. Right. What is that? What are those movies called again? Like apoc- apocalyptic, apocalyptic movies. Apocalyptic movies, yeah. you know? And that's really being popularized. And then another thing is, is aliens coming from outer space. Right. And, you know, and, and coming in these different forms and taking over the world. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, are they introducing something to us that they know about? Oh, I mean, boy. Because there, there are UFOs that are out there. It's not that and type just, of podcast. No, I'm just kidding. No, I think it's true. I think that... There's a lot of documented evidence that some people believe and some people don't that, you know, there are the, that those things are actually real or they're going to happen sometime in the future. But they've seen evidence of these creatures, like sometimes they'll be found dead or something and they'll have the elongated heads and clearly they don't seem like they are from this planet. And like, are you being for real? No, I'm serious. Like. <laughs> Why? You, you don't believe in it? You don't believe that that has happened? Well, you know what I believe, clearly, what I think about it. Right, exactly. But they are actually here. And then it's being reflected on the films. And it's sort of like, do you think that there will come a time where they're actually going to just come out and manifest itself? Or is the army actually taking care of it? Because what I see these superheroes is, is almost like a reflection of what is happening out there that is being kept from the public. Mm-hmm. There are these creatures that seem to be threatening the world and then and then there are the powers to be like our armies and our things that are trying to hold back this knowledge and this information about alien forms or these things that are out there 
And it's just like, is there going to be really a time where we will be really attacked? And are we creating and are we creating a spirit of heroism where we have to fight back these aliens? I mean, you know, what 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 is it? What are they setting us up for here? I don't know. And I just even if I did know, I wouldn't even say here. (laughs) (laughs) I don't play. I don't play with that. First of all, I don't know if anybody's listening. I really don't know. I'm just little old me and I don't know. But I will say that it's interesting how there's a lot of movies about it. And right. Man, usually it takes a huge toll on humanity before they get their act together and they do something about it. So that would be really scary if that did happen. I really hope it doesn't. Like we just saw A Quiet Place, which we did a review on. Mm-hmm. That was basically the something same like thing. that. Yeah. Like, like these aliens that are coming out. Which would be so... Oh my goodness. That one was the most... Just the heinous one because you can't even make noise. Like I can't, like you're alive, but you can't even like live because you right. couldn't even make noise. But yeah, I don't know what's being set up. I think I like apocalyptic movies. Mm-hmm. I like to see, you know, survival things. I like to see a world different and changed. Right. People coming together to work together to solve a problem. Mm-hmm. I like it, but I like sci-fi. So, you know, I could also like disaster movies too. You know, because it's the same concept, people coming together, working together, Um, you know, so I I just I enjoy it. I appreciate these movies because I do think it's a reflection of reality. And I know each person has their own thoughts about it. Some people just don't want to believe that there are some kind of life forms out there. Um, Some people choose to believe and they have their own ideas. I personally think that a lot of these things is a reflection of reality where, you know, the Bible talks about good and evil and i believe that this world is coming to a place where good will confront evil and there is going to be some type of battle that is going to solve everything and i feel like all these hero movies oh well when you look put it that way yes right of course we believe in that there will be a judgment day absolutely and then i believe that all these hero movies are sort of setting up for people to, to to either grapple with or be distracted by these themes that are that are kind of like playing itself out but at the end of the day you cannot ignore the blatancy of somebody playing around with these concepts of good and evil mm-hmm. and um and it's entertaining i mean clearly these are entertaining it mm-hmm. keeps this occupied for for hours in the movie theaters grappling with it but at the end of the day um if you can walk away and actually recognize yeah good and evil is playing out on many levels it's playing out on humanity each one of us are being called to stand up and be a hero each one of us is being called to stand up and do the right thing and to fight the injustices that we see in our world today um and to to not play a role in the villainous acts of humanity and so on that level just on a human level you know we are seeing these uh creative ways of playing it out in these movies but then even on a more spiritual level on a broader level when we're talking about the unknowns because of course religion to many people is an unknown and god is an unknown for many and evil is an unknown um and even even ufos are unknown there's they're being kept from us these this knowledge and these things that are happening is being kept but even on that level on a cosmic level i believe that these movies kind of are preparing us to all grapple with this concept of good and evil and what role are you going to play in your personal life and and you know if it is to be that there is a cosmic battle and a final end 
you know, it's it's for each person to kind of sit back and say, okay, where do I play in this? What, well, like, yeah, because you know, it most role? certainly is coming. Right. So, you know, that's why we when we talk about living our life, we don't live for just the now. Right. We live for um, understand, with an understanding that this is temporary. Right. I just think that we all have an opportunity to be a hero. I mean, we can we can watch a show and we can certainly critique what we see on the screen and, and get frustrated or just, you know, pumped up over what we see. But at the end of the day, we all have an opportunity to be a hero. And it's not that easy. It's not as easy as we see on the screen. If you see something happening, how many of us actually speak up? You know, how many of us a, a, a hero? What is a hero? A hero is somebody that actually stands up against something and puts their life on oh, the man. line. This how many day of us and really age, do that? It is really hard to be a hero because right. the other side of it is so it seems so strong and so ready to attack that I look at people who do put their names on the line, their reputations on the line. Right to stand up for injustice and I'm amazed. I admire them and I'm amazed because it takes a lot. It takes not only a toll on them, it takes a toll on their the family. family. Yes. You know? yes. Um, I've seen them have to jump from job to job because people don't want to be associated with them. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I, I almost feel like, yes, we can all be a hero in some way in our lives, but I do feel that some levels, you almost, it's almost like a calling. Yes. Some levels of it to be a hero, and I and yeah. I know it sounds funny, like be a hero, but I mean seriously, really, if you are determined that you are going to fight injustices, fight um, evil, whatever you may call evil in your life, because I think that everybody has a, a definition of what they feel is evil, and if you determine that you are going to be heroic, and you are going to stand up for your principles, stand up for your values, stand up for the things that you're passionate about in life, it calls for a sacrifice. And how many people are willing to actually stand up and make a sacrifice in their life? You know, that's that that is that is, uh, you know, something that we have to stop. I mean, the vast majority of people, let's be honest, the vast majority of people are just trying to take care of their own. They're just trying to survive. They're, They're just trying to live their day to day, make sure that their family eats, make sure that they get ahead. I don't see a hero like that. Every hero that we see inside of these movies, there is a detachment from their family. There is a moving away from reality. Oftentimes, the people in their lives don't even know what they're doing on the outside, like Spider-Man, like Superman. Like these are teenage boys that, you know, hide. And then their moms and their dads don't even know that they're putting their lives in danger. But on a daily basis, that's what they're doing. So when we look at heroism and to be a hero, there is a a part like you're sacrificing, Mm -hmm. you know, there's always a sacrifice. Yeah, it seems like it. I don't think I've seen one intact happy family man or woman right that is out there you know just even when we saw the commercial for the not commercial the trailer for incredibles 2 right even the in woman. a cartoon <laughs> you know they have struggles in their family life due right to trying to being a trying to be a hero so it takes a toll right. and a lot of times people only write from what they see you know what is your thoughts about um, women heroes? I notice that they're really plugging that right now. What do you think? Well, thoughts? I think that's old too. Like back in the day, you could go all the way to the ancient times when you were talking sure. about like Zeus. There were always like there was Hera. There were so many different, you know, females. females. But um, 
Wonder but like, Woman like modern came, day, yeah, there's Wonder always came Wonder out, Wonder and Woman. that was an amazing movie right, that you know? showed her strength. Oh, I, and I loved that movie. That, that I really I liked that one. That, that one I didn't fall asleep in. Yeah, well, could it be because they were all women? Not necessarily. <laughs> gotcha. I mean, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> but I just, um, I like the way that they portrayed that. And I find that there is a real plug for women heroes. And I think that they're doing it well. Even in... Um, even in Black Panther, I thought that they did that very well, um, playing up the woman's strength and the woman heroism. Yeah, I love it. I had a really um, good time with Wonder Woman. And I think that there will probably be more and more female heroes. I think that they alluded. I think that's what Shiloh was saying, because our son Shiloh, he apparently he knows this. Oh, thing, but no, like, no, no, no. You can't. Don't. Okay. Oh, you yeah, can't yeah. say anything. I can't say. Okay, yeah. Right. right. No, no spoilers. So, no, no spoilers. we're not even going to. Right. But, the, but, you know. but, you know, women heroes are really, really taking off. Um, and I think that, that it's a good thing. Because right. I feel like, you know, it's been really one-sided. Almost like to say that only men can be heroes. And but you know, sheroes, I don't necessarily we have a problem with more males being the heroes because my vision of males are, you know, to be the protective, strong type. Sure. And I feel like that was definitely more traditional. I don't mm -hmm. mind having some female heroes. Clearly, I like Wonder Woman. Exactly. But I never was bothered by the fact that there were more men. I just think that, you know, that's what men do. They right. go out. They are, They stand in front. You know, they're out there. They, they're they're stronger. Right. But in our society today, I think that there is definitely room for sheroes. There's definitely room for um, for girls to look up to women, because at the end of the day, like as I was breaking down what a hero is and how we need more heroes in our world, we need heroes on every level, not just on this cosmic type level, but we need heroes in the world that stand up and do the right thing. And if we break down heroism to its lowest common denominator, it is to stand up and do the right thing. And if we had men, women and children all standing up and doing the right thing and learning how to be self-sacrificing in order for the greater good of society or the greater good of your environment, then, you know, bring on the kid heroes as well because we need heroes in the school to stand up against bullies. We need heroes to, to stand up and say the right thing or I do the, the right thing. I think the problem nowadays, though, when they have um, heroes as kids, they tend to make the adults look like they're dumb, they're right. bumbling, they That's don't know true. anything. So true, so true. Right. So it's like going overboard. So we're not necessarily looking for heroes to come and say men are weak. Women are the only strong ones. Right. We're not here to have men be like only a man can be a hero. And we're not here to bring kids in to be a hero and then make the parents the bubbling fool. Right. You know, let's you know, let's allow people to be heroes without villainizing the opposite. We don't That's need why villainize. I really like Spider-Man's character. Mm -hmm. I really like the way Tom Holland is playing Spider-Man. I think he plays it with a genuineness and an honesty that is refreshing, you know? Right. He's really innocent. It's yeah. almost like a, he comes <laughs> with a, a sense of innocency. Yeah, it's like so. it's, it's, just, it's just refreshing and pleasant to watch. He's not some snarky kid that knows everything. He mm -hmm. tries to respect his elders but be very helpful right. and say, look, I'll learn from you. I just think right. like, wow, you know, I really appreciate it. I'm right. so glad it wasn't like, I know everything. I'm and, arrogant. You know, I'm going to do, like, he always, like, if he's supposed to be, like, sent away and he stays, he's like, oh, look, I'm sorry. I just really want to help. I love it. Right. I think, I mean, that, he, break, he made me want to see Spider-Man you know, when it rebooted with him. I really liked mm -hmm. it. 
and the kids they they love his character as well right i definitely can appreciate that i i really do not like um you know the agendas where they where they do try to minimize the role of parents or minimize the role of a female or a man let's let's try to be respectful we can have heroes without villainizing the, the ordinary and average you know opposite of that right you know let the villains be the villains let the villains be the ones that are actually doing something wrong and you're fighting an actual cause but let's not you know you know it would be cool though if we had another universe of heroes okay we have dc we have marvel i'm sure there's other ones that other people know of who are big into comics but i'm talking about ones that are more mainstream that even i would know and they could make movies about that too that would be you know fun it's kind mm -hmm. of been limiting to only bounce between batman and spider-man and you know superman and thor like mm -hmm. we need some other universes with other things so you're talking about tapping coming outside of earth and earth heroes and going into cosmic heroes or? no 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 i mean like when you talk about the dc like if you say dc comics you say like the dc universe meaning like mm -hmm. in their reality it's like superman and batman gotcha. there's no spider-man and all mm -hmm. those other people you know mm -hmm. in the marvel universe it's like vice versa right so i'm just saying in another alternative earth a oh, whole okay. another group of heroes so somebody coming up with a new a new um yeah just the whole now new now thing. the people that do marvel and the people that do dc are they the same group of people are they are they these are the only rivals dc and marvel are the rivals again i really don't know because i'm not into comics so there could be okay. more for because there know. might be because I'm, I'm i feel I'm like guessing, my mind is saying there's another wolverine, one i can't remember is it wolverine and um and that world with wolverine isn't that a completely different one what were they called again? What are, what is Wolverine again? Avenger? Avenger? No, wait, that's what we saw today. <laughs> right. <laughs> that just shows how Whoa. rookie. That just shows how rookie wait, we are. Wait. You know. But... Fantastic Four. Yeah, exactly. Wait, well, what was Wolverine though? What was he called again? I know that somebody is listening to this, and they're, and they're just they're like going, going, like, going oh, crazy, like, like oh, I can't these believe. are rookies. I know, and it's gonna come to me like, oh, X Men. X-Men, that's what it is. Right, but X-Men is a part of... Oh, that's uh, Marvel. Wolverine is Marvel? Yeah, yeah, it's, Mar it's from Marvel It's from comics. Marvel, so, yeah. so that's, still, that's still within the world of, um, yeah. of Marvel. So right. is there anything outside of Wolverine, um, Marvel and... Um, and what's the other one? Marvel and... I don't know. Our audience can write us and tell us. <laughs> no, but it's Marvel and what's the other one? DC? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I'd like to know that myself. Like, I, I bet you Shiloh knows it. I, I bet you he does. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But you know, like in Asia, I think that they're, um, they have like a whole series of comics with their, um, with their characters with like, not like Pikachu, but like their other, you know, um, that subgenre over there. They, I think that's a whole superhero subset as well. You know what, I, you know what I'm talking about? No. The anime, the anime, like, you know, it's good against evil. That's where I see some different characters as well. Um, I'm not quite sure if there's anyone anywhere else. But in general, I think that um, superheroes are something that we go to for as an escape. Mm -hmm. And I think tonight we had a couple of hours of escape. You had a couple of hours of sleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
And I had a good time. So thumbs up for this movie. I think you guys should all go see it. Avengers Affinity War. Mm-hmm. I think it was really fun, really entertaining, and um, it well, kept my interest the whole time. Well, I actually looked it up, and I see that there is um, this pl- this one called Wildstorm. Um, that is another one that is other than DC and Marvel. And then there's another one called Valiant. And then Miller World. They're, they're saying like these are the top 10 I feel like outside I of, feel like Valiant might have been a movie. I'm not sure. And then Millstone. I don't know about that one. Archie's Red Circle, King Features. Mm. So these are ones I've never heard of. Fawcett's, Hellboy. Um, oh, I think Hellboy is a... I think that was a movie. Charlton and Image. So those are the ones that they said are other non-DC Marvel superhero universes. Well. And I've never heard of them. So Well, it takes a lot to get a movie made. Right. So I'm sure there's other big comic fans that kind of knows these things. But um, so, you know, I I would be interested to hear of other ones. But um, for now, these are the ones that we have. And these are the ones that are entertaining us, inspiring us and where it's generating dialogue, um, creative dialogue about this these worlds. And it even created a little bit of dialogue about what it means to be a hero and a villain. And and we hope that, you know, you were able to... What's your favorite, you know, superheroes? We hope it, um, whatever it is, it inspires you to be the best you that you can be and to be a hero. That's right. Thanks for listening. Join us again Monday through Friday. Show notes are found at theonyxlife.com where you can also submit questions through our Ask Us section. Join our Facebook, The Onyx Life. Follow us on Twitter, at The Onyx Life, and on Instagram, at The Onyx Life Official. Now go live an Onyx Life, where change comes a challenge. See you next time.